0: Welcome to Neighbor Up Spotlight. I'm Carol Malone, your host. Thank you for joining me today. Neighbor Up Spotlight is sponsored by Neighbor Connections and the City of Cleveland Minority Arts and Education Fund. Neighbor Up Spotlight showcases citizens making positive contributions to their neighborhoods in our city. My guest today is Ms. Sonia Pryor Jones, innovator, educator, community activist, speaker, and entrepreneur, sharing her talents locally and globally. Raised in the Glenville neighborhood, She graduated from Martin Luther King Law and Public Service High School. From there, she received a BA degree in International Studies and History from Kenyon College and a Master's in Education from Cleveland State University. With passion and commitment, she has worked and partnered with organizations and institutions that seek to bring out the best in Cleveland and our residents. An engaged civic leader, Ms. Jones serves on numerous boards and advisory committees, recently, a board of trustee member at her alma mater, Kenyon College. Currently, Ms. Jones is Chief Implementation Officer for the Fab Foundation, founder and CEO of Fab Tech and Residency Center, and founder and CEO of Synchronosity Consulting, and a member of the Neighbor Up Network. Welcome, Ms. Jones.
1: Thank you for having
0: me. You're welcome. We finally got you here. Yay! <laughs> Scheduling. <laughs> That's okay. And I got sick, too. So here we are. <clears throat> So let's get started. What
1: is the FAB Foundation and how are you involved? So the FAB Foundation is a nonprofit organization located in Boston, and it actually is a spinoff out of the Center for Bits and Atoms at MIT, um, where under the direction of Dr. Neil Gershenfeld, we are democratizing digital fabrication, which basically means we want to make the tools that allow people to communicate with machines, design uh, different artifacts to make that accessible to as many people around the world as we possibly can. Wow. Okay. So now
0: this facility is going to be in Glenville. Why was it important for you to have this facility in your your tech house in Glenville?
1: Uh, We have uh, a new program coming to Glenville. We call it Fab House, and it's a bit of a play on words. And so uh, our Fab Foundation supports uh, an international network of Fab Labs all around the world. There are 2,000 of them in about 100 countries worldwide. And these are individual spaces. Um, Some of them are located in museums. Some of them are located on community college campuses, in schools, in corporations. And Fab House is another version of this, but the strategy here is to repurpose a home in the Glenville neighborhood, place the digital fabrication lab there, but also maintain the residency component of the house so that we can invite makers and educators from all over the world to come to the neighborhood and teach. That
0: sounds awesome. Now, what inspired you to, to do that? What inspired you?
1: So, you know, I've been spending some time thinking about this. We, we happen to be taping this during the holiday season. And so it's such an important um, time to reflect. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I think about my own personal values, I spent a lot of time last year digging into my values. And it flips. Mm-hmm. So my values are freedom, love, integrity purpose and service. That sounds And wonderful. so when I think about wrapping all those things together and I think about the current position I'm in um, through my work life, I wanted to figure out a way that I could serve my own community yeah. and specifically the Glenville community because that's the community that embraced my mom and her family when they first moved to Cleveland. Yeah. It's the community where I was raised and spent yeah. you know, most of my time growing up. And I don't, you know, I'm not a millionaire, um, at least not yet. You know, still got a little life ahead. There you go. But what I can do and what I can bring in my service to the community are my resources and my own network. Yeah. And I think the Fab Lab Network is a tremendous community of people, um, change agents of all types, young, old, black, white, everything in between, and they're using digital fabrication to make change. And I wanted to bring that tool and that community of people to the Glenville neighborhood so that they can also put it in their toolbox and continue to make change to make Linville better. Yeah, well, as I shared with you, I was born in 9507 Empire, and my mom had a
0: beauty salon in 93rd and Yale from 1947 to 57 called Maddie's Beauty Nook. So a lot of businesses, a lot of my friends, my parents' friends' businesses were in that neighborhood. So I still love Linville. I think it's beautiful. It's a great neighborhood. So let's talk about what is digital fabrication?
1: So digital fabrication, um, most people nowadays, if I say a 3D printer, Mm -hmm. They know what a 3D printer is. And so that's one tool that you would find in a fab lab or that would be a part of the digital fabrication portfolio of tools. And in short, it just means that I'm able to design something in a software and then that software is able to tell a machine to create whatever it is I've designed. It could be something as simple as a keychain or something as um, complicated as an internet technology tower that, wow. you, that you can use in a rural part of the world. Wow. And the beautiful thing about the Fab Lab package is Dr. Gershenfield curated this package. So he put together an assembly of, of softwares and digital fabrication machines and said, when you put this set together, you can make almost anything. Wow. And that's a really powerful and inspiring thing for yes, people. Yes, it is. Um, so whether you're an artist, whether you're a teacher, um, whether you're an environmentalist, what kind of tool do you want to make and create um, using this technology to get your work done? Awesome. So now, how, how do you think this
0: facility will impact the residents and particularly the youth In the community, specifically the youth living in the Glenville neighborhood.
1: Well, I'm really um, excited to get young people thinking about um, not just the STEM disciplines, Mm -hmm. but also the things that you know get them excited. Um, I think far too often when kids go into places where they're supposed to be in learning environments, um, anything but learning is cultivated because of the approach that's taken. Um, What I've seen in fab labs um, when they work well is that young people can go into these spaces and they can just create. Um, They might want to make a t-shirt or they might want to make a rocket. You know, whatever it is that they are dreaming of, they have an opportunity to take that dream and to create something tangible in their hands. Um, And I'm really excited about how uh, young people will be able to learn the technology Mm. that they could go on and use and create opportunities for themselves. That was my next question. (laughs) So whether they're creating a business Mm. or they have an amazing thing that's now on their resume and they can get a job somewhere because they've got a special skill um, that they've been able to, you know, create and develop all on their own with the support of other people and a network of people getting them along the way.
0: That's exciting. That is very exciting. Now tell us about the national and international facilitators and educators participants will be exposed to.
1: We're really excited about this. Um, The one thing that I want to do is um, first really understand what kinds of things uh, residents are interested in, right? right. Um, And so some people might be more interested in art. Some people might be more interested, you know, in pollution, whatever the topics may be. And based on those interests, then I want to tap into our international network um, of community members and say, hey, can you come to Cleveland with that expertise and teach or showcase this? Mm -hmm. Um, Now, in a network of 2,000 fab labs where you have hundreds of people, thousands of people participating in those labs at any given time, there's a wide range of talent. Um, Some of the people who um, are managing fab labs around the world are educators. Mm -hmm. Some of them are scientists. Some of them are engineers. Some of them are just hobbyists, people who have a strong uh, skill and passion for a specific craft. And so it really is a wide variety of people. And not only am I excited about That part of what they'll be able to bring, Mm -hmm. but I think there'll be this enormous opportunity for culture exchange. And so for people to show up with their culture, you know, maybe they speak Spanish or, you know, maybe they speak Portuguese or French, and they're able to bring the culture that surrounds that with them to Glenville. But then they're also going to get to Glenville and learn. Absolutely. Um, Glenville is a rich community. Our young people, our seniors, everybody there also has something of value that they'll be able to teach and share with the rest of the world. Oh, absolutely. When my parents moved at
0: 9507 Empire (laughs) in 1947, Glenville Glenville was called the Gold Coast. Yes. You know, it was a great neighborhood and still a great neighborhood to live in. Now, when do you plan to be up and running and your facility completed and people can come in? So, as you can imagine,
1: things like this take money. <laughs> take, right, right. So, we are fundraising right now. So, look okay. for us on IOB to yeah. support. Yeah. Um, well, talk, and, about, talk about that a little bit and tell people where they can find, you know, on uh, IOB. Sure, sure. So, we're really excited that IOB is a partner with us in this project. And through their support, we have a page up on their site. Um, so, if folks want to find it, they would just go to IOB.org backslash project backslash project fab house and that's spelled f-a-b-h-o-u-s-e and on that page you'll see that we have a campaign running right now and in fact anyone who donates before the end of this month uh, will allow us to uh take advantage of match funds up to Um, $2,000. So it'll be a huge benefit to us. Absolutely. So um, that fundraising is happening. And we'll have some other fundraising um, activities and events going on as well. Um, But we are raising money, and we've raised a little money already, but we've got a a lot more to go. Well, hope and listen to the podcast. People will send that cash in. (laughs) Well, I appreciate it. Every dollar counts. Um, But we will have some programming this summer, summer 2020. Um, each year, the International Fab Lab Network has a conference. This year, um, our conference is in North uh, America. It'll be in uh, in Canada, actually. Um, and so while people are making their way from other parts of the world, I'm encouraging them to stop in Cleveland. Awesome. And so the week uh, before that, in July, we'll have a Fab Days of Service. And so it'll be an opportunity for people from our Fab Lab Network to drop into Cleveland and do some service around the Fab. House Project.
0: Okay, this is a perfect segue. Now, how can people locally, if they want to volunteer or donate time, services, uh, cash, how can they, is there an email, telephone number where they can reach you?
1: So, people can contact me at email. I can be reached at Sonia, S-O-N-Y-A, at fabfoundation.org, and they can also reach me by way of the IOB page. And so on the IOB page, there is also a section where you can uh, raise your hand to volunteer. And I'll be able to get the information for um, volunteering from that way as well.
0: Awesome. And, and as well as your consulting firm, how can people contact you for your consulting Okay. <laughs> so that's a
1: whole nother hat, completely completely separate from all of my fab work. Right. Um, and so Synchronicity Consulting, um, you know, I started the consultancy a little more than a decade ago now. I can't wow. believe that. And I take on probably about a project a year just because I have all these other things Pretty going, going on, on, particularly right now that I'm really... Uh, both professionally and personally invested in the Fab House Project. But through that consultancy, I do a lot of strategic planning work um, and a lot of facilitation work. I'm trained in appreciative inquiry, um, so I host summits, things of that nature. And if folks are interested in reaching me for the consultancy, uh, they can email me at Sonya, S-O-N-Y-A, at Sync S-Y-N-C-H, Ideas, Dot com, or they can go to our website, SynchronicityConsulting.com.
0: All right. That is a lot of wonderful information. Well, I'd like to thank my guest, Miss Sonia Pryor-Jones, for visiting with us today. I really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you so
1: much. Thank you, Ms. Malone, for having me. It's oh, a pleasure. It was
0: my pleasure. Absolutely. I want to thank our audience for listening in today. We appreciate your support. I would like to leave our audience with a quote from my guest today. There are great, remarkable people living in the neighborhood. Because a neighborhood does not have a lot of money does not mean it does not have a lot of promise. Please join us again as we continue our conversations with Cleveland residents who are making positive contributions to their neighborhoods in our city. Visit Neighborhood Connections website to see all the community engagement activities and opportunities. If you have a great idea and you want to do something positive for your neighborhood, contact Neighborhood Connections at 216-361-0042 or send us an email at www.neighborhoodgrants.org and like us on Facebook. Get informed, get involved, get connected. I'm Carol Malone, your host. Thank you for joining me today on Neighbor Up Spotlight. Neighbor Spotlight is sponsored by Neighborhood Connections and the City of Cleveland Minority Arts and Education Fund in association with Bad Record Recording Studios. Executive Producer, Creator, Writer, Host, Carol Malone. Co-Producer, Lila Mills. Engineers, James and Britt Fox. Social Media, Photography, Vince Robinson. Neighbor of Cleveland.